And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 welcome to The Political Show right here on Ray Radio. Has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia. But you know, you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And this week's hot politics. We're literally speaking about things that are going on fire, you know? Mm, Heat. Yeah. <laughs> we are speaking about the attack on the Russian embassy in Kiev. Um, by the Russians and we are basically asking the question will the Russians basically start a nuclear war by Christmas I mean with the talk that is going around with um, the things that are happening in this war are we possibly going uh, into a World War 3 actually because um, them attacking the embassy is a very big deal and is there a possibility for a nuclear war as well? Mm. I hope not. I still have to go see my parents <laughs> and stuff. Pass again. <laughs> All right. So um, what we're discussing, and I'm just putting us, I'm just putting us on Facebook Live quick. Oh. So what we're discussing is they're going to, you know, are the Russians going to take us to a nuclear war by Christmas? All right. And um, you know, obviously that's what that's what Joe Biden is saying. Joe Biden saying we're going to enter into an Armageddon. In other words, this is all Putin's fault. Joe Biden's also saying that all of the energy running out, that's also Putin's fault. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden is saying that all of the markets crashing. And I mean, obviously, along with him is the media. But he's saying that the markets are crashing. So that's all Putin's fault. And, uh, um, you know, people dying is all Putin's fault. And I just want to mention something. But uh, on Tuesday... A Dutch MEP, member of the European Parliament, came out with a video <laughs> which blew up on the internet this week yeah. about um, Pfizer and one of the representatives in the, the European Parliament admitting that when they, when they were testing you know, COVID-19, that uh, they weren't testing for transmissibility. I don't know if you saw that video. It's a lady that was giving testimony. Yeah. But we knew that. They were testing for antibodies. So why everyone's so shocked now? You know, people people are believing lies. Yeah. So everyone is now so shocked that they were testing for antibodies and not transmissibility, um, yet they were forcing people to take the vaccine. So this guy's now outraged. Um, maybe he knew this before, but he's acting outraged because now it was admitted by Pfizer in the Parliament <laughs> of Europe. Okay. Now, the funny thing is that European Parliament has no power because most of the members in the European Parliament now are anti-EU. Mm-hmm. And what's also happened, there's been huge demonstrations I saw on the weekend in, in France against NATO. Yeah. Plus now, uh, Russia, uh, you know, after having a bridge blown up and also their pipeline blown up, the one, the nurse team to Germany, yeah. they've now started taking out Ukrainian infrastructure. Mm. 
So I know two days earlier this week they blew up one third of uh, Ukraine's energy production, but they haven't blown up all of it. Mm. So I don't think they're going full in yet. Mm. And now um, Zelensky was asking for air cover and all sorts of stuff mm. like that. <laughs> and, and I'm saying, how can Ukraine be that strategic to the United States? Mm. That's like saying Mexico is mm. so strategic to Russia that they must go to nuclear war for it. Hectic. Mm. I mean, we saw, we saw when we were discussing the topic, I think it was on Twitter, where you, um, you, you were running through Twitter and stuff, and there were those pictures of different countries before the U.S. intervened or trusting the U.S. and how they look now after they started trusting the U.S. and things like that. So I feel like people should go onto Twitter and look at those examples. Um, if Ukraine is going to do that, then yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm not saying Putin's a good guy, so I'm not a Putin fan, mm. okay? Um, there, I, got, I mean, Putin was trained by the World Economic Forum as well. Yeah. yeah. So I've got big question marks over him too. But the, the reality is in terms of what's going on here now, I don't think people realize, especially in a place like here in South Africa, just how dire the situation could become because there's people that are actively pushing for nuclear war. Mm. Mm. And many of them are United States government. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pe people are acting like it's not an issue. But, uh, you know, if, if those missiles start going off, well, I think it's going to be an issue. Um, but we'll also talk about whether we think it's really going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, so that is what we're going to be speaking about right here on The Political Show, where Christ Politics is... Hot Politics. Hot Politics. Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcast, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better. So an article was recently released, well, from a lot of news uh, outlets and stuff. And this one, basically, this is from WIO News. And it says... They're from India. Yes. Just for those that are listening. Yes. That's an Indian uh, news broadcaster. It's yeah. the Indian CNN. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we, we came across this article because we were actually on Twitter and we were trying to find this news about um, the bombing of the German embassy and... Honestly, we couldn't find anything. Like, we used different hashtags and Yeah, I think and we stuff. haven't mentioned the bombing of the embassy yet. I think maybe you should explain that one to yeah. the listeners. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to be explaining yeah. now and stuff. So we couldn't find... Because that, that is hectic, guys. Just what, what Cindy's about to tell you is hectic. Yeah, no, it's, it's quite interesting. And uh, so, so, yeah, so we ended up going onto the web and looking on the web for the story on this. Um... So according to WIO News, and they titled their, um, their report, Russia, Russian strike hit German, German embassy in Kiev. And it says Russian airstrikes hit German embassy in Kiev on Monday, 
say German media outlet Bild. However, the building was not in use since the war erupted, as per Euronews. The visa office of the German embassy received damage. Sa uh, Serge, sorry if I say it in the French way, I don't know how to say it any other way. Uh, Sam Lenny, and Russian-born journalist now based in Berlin, tweeted about the attack. And this is what he said. The, the building with the visa office on the German embassy in Kiev was located was hit by a Russian by Russians today. Um, then he continues to speak about other things. And then they continue and say the incident has taken place shortly after German condemned Russia's attack on Ukraine. Germany, uh, not German, Germany condemned Russia's attack on Ukraine. Germany has been a strong backer of Ukraine and has been a prominent voice within the European Union, uh, which has imposed economic sanctions on Russia in the wake of the Russia's uh, evasion of Ukraine. Early on Monday, Russia carried out missile attacks across Ukraine. Um, the bombardment was an apparent retaliation of explosions on a key Crimea bridge which saw it getting damaged. The biggest wave of strikes across Ukraine in the months killed at least five people in Kiev and came hours ahead of a meeting of Russian President Vladimir Putin's Security Council. So that's basically what the WIO news says about the attack. Okay. Um, <coughs> the reason why this is such a significant event is that when Russia threw that missile into the German embassy, the embassy is that country. Yeah. So if you bomb an embassy, you've bombed that country. Mm -hmm. So Russia has effectively bombed Germany. Mm. It's basically like... A missile has hit Germany. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this means. Yeah. So Russia has attacked NATO. Mm. It's quite a big situation. Yes. Under the covers, though, I'm pretty sure NATO was involved in the bombing of that bridge between Crimea and mainland Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's retaliation for that. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the Russians know it was them. Yeah. Yeah. Which means anyone that, that thinks that there isn't right now a war going on between Russia and NATO, which means Russia and the United States, because uh, NATO's um, agreement says, you know, the treaty that they signed says, if you attack one NATO nation, you attack all of them. Mm. So, therefore, NATO being the United States is under attack from Russia. Yeah. Black Knight, what are your thoughts on the whole situation? Um it's crazy it's crazy what's happening. Um I think also um just like Pastor highlighted the fact that um especially people here in Africa are not we're not really following that thing. Okay, let me just speak for uh, for us in South Africa. I don't know about other African countries, but I know that we we we're not really following um what so do you see any youtubers or bloggers from africa talking about ukraine no 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 nothing is it in the drc community but and 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 no sorry i <laughs> <laughs> just shook my head and i realized that i'm supposed You're to be radio. speaking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And, and and we accepted the shaking of it <laughs> and, and and the freaky the freaky part out of everything is that whatever whatever is going to happen up there is 
but in due time it's gonna come and affect us so whatever is happening now we don't know how long is it gonna come to to eat us or we can say it's eating us already because there are stuff that we can't receive because of the sanctions um of russia so it's 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 crazy well, what's happening and then yeah calling for a new that's that's like crazy calling for a nuclear war it's like finishing the world like like that like we we all gonna die if that happens so that's for me that's insane to actually call for such that's literally saying yeah that's that's suicidal that's killing everyone so yeah that's what i think i think it's insane and yeah. Uh, yeah people especially with people here in africa they must make sure that um they 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 look into this and yeah we need to pray about this well if 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 nata and russia destroy each other with nuclear weapons i mean i'm not sure you know how, how much of that nuclear stuff is going to come down here mm. <laughs> maybe not much but we don't know yeah so speaking about before we go into whether or not looking into whether or not russia might go into nuclear warfare and what's been said about that recently this i also got from the guardian actually there was a statement that was released from the former cia director and retired four-star army general david p if you go on the guardian and you'll find that <laughs> but he basically said that U.S. would destroy Russia's troops if Putin uses nuclear weapons in Ukraine. So you obviously came out with a bold statement to say that um, that U.S. will be backing Ukraine. And um, if Russia starts a nuclear war or he decides that he's going to use nuclear weapons against Ukraine, that um, the U.S. would basically destroy Russia. So what are your thoughts on that whole um, situation? Okay, um, first of all, in the sea, off the coast of the United States, yeah. are Russian nuclear submarines. Mm-hmm. I heard of one recently that's disappeared, they can't find it. Hectic. <laughs> okay. On top of that, you know that uh, these Russian submarines have the ability to send or fire off these missiles and then the missiles sit there under the sea. And they wait for some AI type of command which says attack now and go there that's deep okay so the u.s would probably destroy russia yes but russia will destroy the u.s too sure people were driving in texas and next thing they'll just see this big light and you know um you've got about eight seconds or so (laughs) um you know iodine the you know iodine some people now uh, well the iodine sales in america through the roof Mm. Now, iodine's good for you, but I don't think it's going to help you with a nuclear attack. <laughs> yeah. First of all, the explosion part's not going to help. But even the, the, the radiation, I don't, I don't, it might, might help a little bit, but it's not going to solve your problem. Yeah. Um, so, that's, he's a big mouth. He's a big mouth because Russia has a lot of nuclear weapons. Yeah. And they, they, they have enough that a very small percentage of them take off. And hit their target and you're wiping out america yeah they won't even get off most of their weapons because they'll be getting taken out first but they'll get out enough now one of the things that russia has and this is something that was spoken i want to make two points about this one one of the weapons that russia has is like a a, a missile which has more than 10 warheads on it 
and it flies to a place and then all the other warheads spray off this thing. Mm. And so, I mean, one of these missiles can wipe out a city in its entirety. Can, I think just about wipe out a state. Mm. I think one of those missiles can wipe out a state like Texas. Yeah. I mean, you only need four or five of those to hit the United States. And you can see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is, he's talking big now, but what did Putin say before this war started? He said, if NATO comes in, and if the Russian army starts losing, they will use nuclear weapons. Hmm. Exactly. He made, he gave his word. He said, we will use nuclear weapons. Hmm. And also, these guys are saying these things, but they're ratcheting up, their, you know, and, and all they're doing is they're blustering because we were asking questions right at the beginning of this war. If yeah. this war is so terrible, why does Kiev still have power? I mean, you had video footage of Kiev and the lights are on. Yeah. And they had more power than we did in, in load shedding. And we did at peace <laughs> yeah. in South Africa. And and now what's started happening, well, well Russia's taken out one third of their power grid. Mm. You know, this this week, this past week. Um, You know, what's going to stop them taking it all out? Mm. Mm. Taking out all the water. The thing that I said at the beginning of the war, Russia's not really fighting you. Because the first thing you do is you take out all the infrastructure. You take out all the electricity. You take out all communications. You take out water. Mm. You cripple that country. They, they can do that in a day. They can cripple Ukraine in a day. Mm. They haven't done it. Yeah. And so all these big mouths about Ukraine's going to beat Russia. It's just hang 10 a second. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, so they, I like the way they say this like it's news because Putin warned that before they went in. Yeah. Yeah. Black Knight, what are your thoughts? Um, for me, that, that, that is, that is where, where the problem lies if these two go into war together. Um, this, is, this is where the, the world is in danger um, because these two, these two countries, um, as, as Pastor Gavin said, with, with their nuclear, what, what they have. And um, I know... I know after the Cuba thingy, they they were the there was crosses. yeah there was some with were, John F Kennedy yeah the there was some that they had to take to take away but they still have some of their their missiles um, located in some places whereby with places like Russia it's easier for it to get there I know also I think I think they also have one that can travel quickly here to Africa and stuff like that so. We yeah with this we need to start of this war yeah and and you find our president busy there saying he supports this one supports he supports Russia but supports he's, everyone but he's shaking hands with with Biden that's fine like it that's <laughs> fine be on both sides it's cool we happy with that okay. <laughs> just go hug everyone exactly exactly until they start nuking then you run <laughs> so yeah so according to the New Yorker a post that was released actually on the 11th of October which was when. Two days ago. Tuesday. Yesterday. Mm. If you're listening to this live and then if you listen to us on Friday, it was Tuesday. Um, the New Yorker released a, a, an article that basically says, how close is Vladimir Putin to using a nuclear bomb? And it's a very long article, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read a s certain parts that are 
uh, that go with our show. But then it says, yeah, Putin has made it clear that he is willing to use nuclear weapons against Ukraine. Such an attack would be the first battlefield use of atomic bombs since the United States detonated two over Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945. Uh, in response, the Biden administration has made clear that there will be substantial albeit unknown consequences for Russia if it uses nuclear weapons. Last week, President Biden said uh, that the world would, was closer to Armageddon uh, than at any time since the Cuban Missile Crisis 60 years ago. And then they carried on and said to understand the impact of Russia's potential use of nuclear weapons in Ukraine, as well as possible American responses to it, I recently spoke by phone with Ankit Panda, an expert on clear, uh, nuclear weapons and the Stanton Senior Fellow at uh, some foundation. Um, during our conversation, which has been edited for length and clarity, we also discussed why nuclear weapons are not necessary, necessarily a game changer for Russia's military aims, exactly how rational Putin's behavior has been, and why decades of nuclear peace may have given the world a false sense of security. So they basically, uh, he, he goes through this interview and one of the first question he basically asks is, I keep hearing the phrase tactical nuclear weapon. I assume that the Russians themselves are not using uh, that exact phrase. What is a tactical nuclear weapon and how is it different from, and how is it different? And the guy basically responded and says, there is no universal agreement upon the definition of what constitutes a tactical nuclear weapon. Uh, these are sometimes also called non-strategic nuclear weapons, but the first thing to say about these things is that they are not uh, scalpel-like tools to be used on the battlefield, which is something that I see coming up a lot in debates that are happening now about whether Russia would resort to, use, uh, to the use of these capabilities. Uh, there are three general features that are traditionally, traditionally associated with so-called tactical nuclear weapons. One involves a deliberately reduced explosive yield. So their explosive power is going to be lower than that of the weapons we might consider strategic, which are traditionally the weapons that are going to be used in the intercontinental strikes between the United States and Russia or world-ending nuclear scenarios. The second uh, characteristic is their range. They are intended to confer benefits on the battlefield. And then many of the delivery systems are designed to operate within uh, fairly short ranges. This doesn't mean literally within the kind of ranges that we are talking about on the battlefield in Ukraine, but in the Cold War, even missiles with ranges of a few hundred kilometers were considered non-strategic or tactical. And then the final thing is their, is their purpose. The best way to distinguish between tactical and strategic capabilities is that tactical nuclear weapons are the ones that would potentially aid in pursuing military advantage in a battlefield and strategic weapons would be, uh, would, would be to win the war. Not that a nuclear war is winnable, but it is Broadly speaking, the distinction that I would draw. If they start using nuclear weapons, there's trouble. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's not come beat around the bush here and make like you've got an option where nuclear weapons would only be used in Ukraine. Hmm. The other thing is Putin promised that if NATO comes in and their troops overwhelm the Russian troops, they will use nuclear weapons. Yeah. 
And he said, we're not playing. We will use nuclear weapons. Hmm. The other thing that you have to realize also is that NATO was putting nuclear missiles in Ukraine. There were those, all those biolabs, you know, producing viruses in Ukraine. Yeah. In fact, there's a linkage that in the chain of command in terms of um, the COVID-19 virus, that some of the stuff happened in Ukraine. Hmm. This guy's talking, uh, what's it, we're in October. He's, you know, what is February? February is like, what, eight months ago? He's eight months too late. Hmm. (laughs) The other problem we've got is President Xi's under pressure in China. So Biden and the Democrats... You know, would they would they resort to pushing this thing towards nuclear war hmm. if they believe they're going to lose the midterm elections? That's deep. And none of these guys are talking about this. Yeah. But when you look at the polling and you listen to what's going on, and Tulsi Gabbard just this week pulled out of the Democrat Party. All right. Um, so the question now is. Would the, would, would, would the Biden administration cause a nuclear war to disrupt the elections the way that COVID disrupted the 2020 elections? Hmm. And there's no discussion happening about that. I mean, they're talking about Putin taking us to war. Who blew up the bridge between Ukraine and uh, between Crimea and, and Russia? Hmm. So looking at, looking at this right now, um, you've got to get the people talking. Yeah. And in fact, Trump was supporting Ukraine earlier on, and now he's saying, guys, whoa, we've got to talk. Y- you know what the worst part is? I mean, the warmonger himself, Henry Kissinger, he's saying, guys, you've got to pull back. Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a disaster. I remember um, Sunday Adalia, we spoke about him early in the year when this war started, because he had to get out of Ukraine because he's on Putin's hit list. And this is why I'm not a fan of Putin. Mm. There's pastors that are on his hit list. Now, um, Looking, looking at that, that he even said, "Guys, you can't push this thing all the way. This thing's going to destroy the world." Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, that's why we said at the beginning of the year there was going to be war. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> no, the, she's kind of open. just have that. Just like when we get to that episode, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be very interesting because a lot of the things that we spoke about in that episode are. Oh, true. Yeah, so you go listen to we the don't, very We don't want to predict for 2023. <laughs> <laughs> we said 2022 is going to be worse. And I mean, if there's a nuclear war, mm. yeah. we'd rather have COVID. Yeah, No, true. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's As bad true. as COVID was, we'd rather have COVID than a nuclear war. Yeah. Black Knight. Looking at the whole thing, especially with the Biden administration, the Democrats, they, they've been wanting to push for, for the war. In fact, we have Hillary Clinton when she was running. How much she promised that when she's in power, <laughs> when she's in power, war is going to start. Iran and Russia and all of them, she, literally yeah, she can said... Can I just mention specifically what she said? If Russia does a cyber attack <laughs> on America, yes, they will respond with nuclear. Yes, yes. But now we know from Vault 7... From those WikiLeaks, which is why Julian Assange has been almost killed in prison, yeah. that uh, the CIA's tools, they can make it look like a cyber attack comes from anywhere. Uh. So they can attack a power station in America with a cyber attack and they can make it look like it came off my computer here in Joburg. Actually, wow. actually, actually. It's not a, 
a new thing to hear Biden speaking like this. What what I'm literally literally praying for is that the war doesn't happen because one thing I know for sure um is that the Democrats they wanted this to happen and Biden is busy talking obviously you know sometimes you don't really trust what he says but this has been on the agenda since since so that's that's where my fear is that this might really happen because it's been on the agenda for with 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 the democrats and and when trump came in he was calling for peace and that's why they took him out can i tell you why i've adapted i'm I'm feeling a bit more comfortable for real yeah sure i'm glad i'm glad you are okay look at what the press said about COVID. Yeah, I mean millions upon millions were going to die, and I think more people have died of the vaccine now than died of COVID worldwide. Yeah. Okay. Look at what the press was saying when this war started. Russia can only afford to fight this battle for ten days. Mm. Russia is going to lose this war. Ukraine can win this war. Mm. And the only reason Ukraine's still in the fight is because there's NATO forces fighting with him, mm. and NATO arms are fighting mm. with him. And then they're pumping all these billions into night into into Ukraine, Ukraine. but I don't think the money is going to Ukraine. I think they're stealing it. <laughs> so you know, in South Africa, you complain about the ANC. <laughs> Go look at all the billions and trillions that they've pumped into Ukraine this year, and ask where that money is. And he's still asking for money now. For no, the, he wants for more the money. <laughs> yeah, he wants more money. But the thing is, um, the Ukrainian people haven't seen that money. Yeah, they're yeah. still living in subways and stuff like that. Yeah, for me, my thoughts are um so. Uh, the Black Knight, I was about to call you by your name. <laughs> the Black Knight is on a, hey, this probably might happen. And Pas Gav is on a, what's this? He's no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. He's you more comfortable. The with the, well, yeah, I'm more comfortable, comfortable because the press is saying it's going to happen. Yeah. So it might yeah. not happen. So, so you know, their the record's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> remember <laughs> Pastor says whatever the press says. And believe the I'm on opposite. a 50-50 situation. So yesterday I was no, watching. No, I'm not sure. I'm not predicting yeah. it won't happen. <laughs> But I am sensing that there's a good chance it might not happen because <laughs> the press is now saying it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday I was watching a documentary on YouTube with my dad actually on, 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 on inside the mind of a dictator. And they were covering, what's his name, Kim Jong-un, the North Korean president. And um, they were busy explaining like why his character is the way that it is and all of these things. And then my dad made a statement and he said that he he reminds him of Vladimir Putin, basically, in a sense. <laughs> uh, when you look at the way that he strategizes and things like that. I don't think that, uh, well, I don't read much about Zelensky and all of these things and stuff like that. But when I've been looking at the war, I've been looking at more of Russia's side and stuff. And Vladimir Putin is very, very strategic in the way that he does things and stuff. And I don't think... I'm, I'm more comfortable in the fact that he wouldn't go into nuclear war if he doesn't need to and stuff. But in the way that he thinks and stuff like that, he would definitely go into nuclear no, war but, if but, the threat but look at look at what happened too now. Much. They've blown up their pipeline. Yeah. I mean, they've admitted it, eh? Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Blinken, that Blinken, you know, Blinken, this Blinken <laughs> Secretary of State of the United <laughs> States. Yeah. yeah. Um, he basically admitted it. Yeah. Okay. That, that they, they blew it up. So they blew up that pipeline. Now they blow up this bridge. Yeah. Okay. Putin's going to respond. Yes. That's what because makes me uncomfortable. This is, this is um, yeah, but the question is, um, does, 
Does the establishment in the United States have the courage to go all the way? I don't think so. I think they also know that Putin, if he decides to unleash, like full force unleash, then it would be the end of, well, they would be able, like you say, to, to hurt and, and, and damage a lot of things in Russia and, and stuff. But then again, when we go into war and when things like if we have to go into World War Three or whatever, it's not just going to now be NATO and Russia, it's going to be NATO and all the other countries that support and then Russia and all the other countries and then it's just going to be a crazy There's another situation. question. You know, how the American people going to respond? And uh, I was if about, if, yeah, yeah, if I was nuclear about to ask starts. about that. What about the Americans people? Th- they're the not American interested people, in... Th- are they in this? They're not into Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And Europe, we're starting to see, is not into Ukraine that yeah. much. Um, or there's a, even if it's a minority, there's a sizable minority. There's huge protests over the weekend against NATO. Mm. As this, this, the press is talking about nuclear war, the people are coming out against it. And I just mm. want to say one last thing. You know, when I was growing up, your Hillary Clintons and your Joe Bidens, they were the people that were portrayed as being anti-nuclear, anti-war, hippies, love, peace, war, no war. You, under, you understand all yeah. of these sorts of things. With uh, John Lennon and, and all of these acts. Mm. I mean, th- that's, how they, that's how they were portrayed. And, and, and Trump was portrayed as the warmonger. Mm-hmm. Okay, when Trump came into power, the war stopped. Yeah. yeah. Trump goes out of power, the war start up again. Yeah. Everything falls apart. Mm. These guys are doing these things on purpose. Mm. And Trump showed them up. One last thing. We spoke in the one episode about the Club of Rome. Mm. Predicting that the oil was running out. That's why the oil price was going up. And that they couldn't pump more oil. Trump came into power for four years and proved that that's a lie. Mm. In fact, started threatening that mm-hmm. Saudi oil pumps were going to go out of business mm-hmm. because the price was getting too low. So, you know, Trump showed that these guys are lying. And anyone that wakes up, it's the same as this stupid vaccine. Start doing your research. Mm. These guys are playing games. Mm. Last question. So, the same president, she's under pressure in China. Now, when these leaders are under pressure, what do they do? They go start a war. Mm. So, what's he going to do with Taiwan? Mm. That's for another day. <laughs> doo, doo, doo. In First Thessalonians 5 verse 1 to 4, it says, Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, while people are saying, Peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief when i was young there was always a threat of nuclear war you know we used to do exercises where you get under your desk in case there's a nuclear attack <laughs> now i mean i want you to think about it, nuclear bomb goes off in your city now you're going to get under your desk <laughs> <at school. laughs> it's clever because <laughs> nothing falls out. on you huh? Isn't cause n- so that nothing falls on you so you're under the protection of your Okay, desk. did you see what happened to Hiroshima and Nagasaki? <laughs> I mean, now you're under your desk in the school. What's no. again now? <laughs> okay. Did you even watch what happened and the destruction that was caused when the World Trade Center collapsed in 9-11? Yeah, so that yeah, that was just a building collapsing. Mm. All right. And <laughs> so now a nuclear bomb goes off. You go under the desk. <laughs> I didn't think of it at the time, but yeah. it's so pathetic. But, but then... Um, I, you know, I used to tell my dad, yeah, but you know, you guys can't say this. We've got this threat. Nuclear war can happen and the world can end at any moment. You know, my dad used to say, oh, please, man. <laughs> the Bible says how the world's going to end. These guys are not going to end this world with nuclear war. Yeah. Hmm. 
dad, you don't know what you're talking about. You're old-fashioned. You know, how can you believe the Bible? That I listen to say, I'm embarrassed that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. Mm. And Joe Biden and all of them, and even those generals, the, the, the command structures in the U.S., I don't think they're courageous enough to push us all the way to nuclear war. Because mm. if they back off, Putin won't go to nuclear war. Mm. And what they probably need to do, just as, and now this is just a South African an analysis of what's happened there. You probably need to go into an agreement, agree those Eastern Russian states of Ukraine, put them back in Russia, leave, you leave Crimea with Russia. From what I've seen, there's a very good chance that the majority of the people there would rather be part of Russia. They were originally part of Russia mm. than part of Ukraine. Mm. Fix Ukraine. Make Putin work with the Ukrainians to help fix their country. Let mm. them elect whoever they want to be president. Mm. And let's move on. Mm. Mm. You know, to me, that's the best option. You know, and I'm, uh, probably some Ukrainian guys are going to say, I'm upset with you. How can you say that this is our country? Listen, if the war in your country is going to affect the whole world, I've got a right to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and especially yeah. when you guys are telling us we must support Ukraine. Mm. And if we are in South Africa support Ukraine, we don't know why. <laughs> but now we must support the Oaks that want to take our coal, being the European Union United States. Mm. They want to take all our minerals. They want to keep rape in our country. We must back these guys. No, sorry for you. <laughs> the thing is, at the end of the day, if you're awake and if you're reading the Bible, there's a day going to come the Lord calls the day of the Lord. Mm. And I don't think it's going to be a nuclear. Mm. The wrath of God is going to fall on the world. And Paul says, the believers will not be caught out if that happens in your lifetime. So therefore, you need to be ready every single day with Jesus. But the other thing is, you don't know today if you're going to be alive tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, you need to be ready for the Lord. And I, I'll give a final example that, that, that sort of leads into the story that Jesus told of the ten virgins waiting for the bridegroom. The bridegroom is Jesus for his church. And they had to have their lamps a lot. And the bridegroom came later than what the, the virgins expected. Mm. And uh, so half of them had bought extra oil. So they were able to light their lanterns. The other half hadn't brought extra oil. They were not able to light their lanterns. They ran off, got oil. When the, by the time they got back, the thing had begun, and he said, sorry, it's too late. Mm. And Jesus said, make sure you're ready, mm. because you don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. So whenever someone predicts the end of the world's going to happen there, you know they're lying. Mm. Because Jesus said, you won't know the exact day. Mm. You will know some of the signs of the times, but it doesn't matter what signs you see or don't see. You must be ready every single day. Serve the Lord, follow the Lord, focus on Jesus, put your life on Jesus. And even if the nuclear war broke out, don't worry, you'll see a bright light and you'll wake up seeing another bright light. <laughs> <laughs> that light being heaven. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we've had... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. Right here on The Political Show, where Christ Politics is... Hot Politics. Hot Politics. Hot politics. <laughs> 
Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like the posts, comment, share them out, retweet and repost. Spread the word, Active FM, radio has never been better. Active FM, radio has never been better.